Hi there, and welcome to the Fantasy Fantasia podcast, a podcast where a bunch of theater nerds gather around and play various tabletop role-playing games, such as Dungeons and Dragons, Monster Hearts, Monster of the Week, Call of Cthulhu, and more. This podcast was brought to you by the Arts, Culture, and Heritage Fund of the City of Windsor, so big thanks to them. My name is Eric, and I will be your MC for tonight's episode of Undergrad, A Monster Hearts Tale. Previously on Undergrad, A Monster Hearts Tale. The AV Club aided the Carpe Diem Brigade's leader, Bo Benevino, in search of the rival mystery faction threatening to tear the Brigade apart. Over the course of his research, Zack amplified his psychic abilities, peering into the minds of Silda Addersworn, finding that she was fleeing the state out of fear, as well as the mind of Alexis, finally discovering that she had given the Addersworn family locket to the Pale Mare on Halloween last year. Using disguises, ingenuity, and wit, the club discovered that the steel tycoon Arabella St. Vincent, mother to Bo's best friend Thomas, was the mastermind behind the opposition. She believes that it is time for the brigade to renounce their ways and embrace the cult of the mystery lord, the same lord the Pale Mare follows, the same lord at the heart of the Oakhurst Mysteries. Bo stopped himself from killing Thomas and renounced his title as leader, placing his best friend Vanessa in charge. The St. Vincents fled from the retreat, and our AV club bade farewell to Bo Benevino as he departed for a world tour with his surrogate mother, Dominica. Our chapter ended with Iris having a terrifying hallucination, where she came face to face with the Halloween demon himself, Sam Hain. Finally, we cut back to the ending of the retreat, where the Pale Mare arrived, using the Addersworn family locket as proof that he came on the family's behalf. With the Founder's loyal servants on the move, it falls to our AV Club to save New England, and perhaps, the world. Welcome back to Undergrad, a Monster Hearts Tale. Chapter 37 Slumber Party! Our camera opens on Kane's demon bestie, and the perspective of the camera is as if it's watching him, though unbeknownst to him. And he's walking down the street with a strut in his step, very happy, like Spider-Man 3, Toby McGuire, oh, no. just <laughs> dancing and having a good time. And that scene shifts very quickly. And what we are is we're standing in a hospital and we see a mother standing next to her sick child and the demon bestie extends his hands with his glowing green eyes and the mother outstretches her hand and shakes it and you see this green aura kind of fuse between them and all of a sudden her daughter's eyes open up and the doctors are running in like it's a miracle that she got up and she's saved and she's she's fine oh. and the mother's holding her child and the bestie just walks out super happy as he's got himself another soul. And our camera shifts again and what we see is a university student at Oakhurst in the roots and in his kind of destitute room and he looks very desperate and shakes the bestie's hand. And the scene cuts, and now we see him walking out of his dorm with a million dollars cash in his hand. Oh my god. Though he's oh happy, oh, we wow. see the demon bestie is even happier. 
and our camera shifts one more time, this first-person perspective stays, but it looks a little bit more distant, as if it's looking from the bestie from afar. And we see that we are in the Oak Haven area, probably about 250 years in the past. We see these little cabins and chimneys and these large holdfast farms kind of stretched out. And what looks to be a father with his sick family, they all look very malnourished, and he shakes the bestie's hand, and you see that green aura again appear, and all of a sudden, out of his barn, like, a hundred or two hundred sheep and chickens and goats just come running out, as if he and his family are never going to be hungry again, and they're all rejoicing. And all of a sudden, that first-person perspective, as if it can't take any more, runs over to the demon bestie and pins him down. And finally, we see the hands revealed from who's been watching this whole time and we see that these hands are these orange sickly fleshy pumpkin hands as in the reflection of the bestie's eyes we see the terrifying flesh pumpkin face of sam hain and he snarls and iris you can see yourself in his eyes and you just hear you are mine iris greenwood and iris all of a sudden you wake up and you're covered in sweat in your bed as Cain sleeps gently beside you. <laughs> she kind of turns and looks to to Cain, and then looks to. Um, she actually gets an idea, and her eyes kind of brighten, and she looks at the um, the cupboard where she's been keeping the chairman's uh, book on demons. Okay, yes, that demonology book that he gave you way back in, I think that was during the Pixie arc, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a while right. ago, and she's kind of been distracted. And honestly, I think he's been a little too scared to even think about it. Hmm. But she she go, walks over to the cupboard and just kind of opens it up and looks down at it, and it's, like, wrapped in something just because she has trouble holding it. And she goes, huh, okay. And she just, she just uh, yeah, she starts thinking. And then just, uh, what time is it, Eric? So you look at the clock and it's about 3 a.m. And I'm going to say that as you are looking at the clock, holding this book in your hand, looking at the moonlight, thinking about what is this next step Mm -hmm. as these nightmares and visions are becoming ever more exhausting Mm -hmm. and ever more severe. Yeah. Our camera's going to pan out to the moonlight and it's going to fade away. And welcome back, everybody, to Underground Monster Hearts Tale. This is, of course, brought to you by Tall Tale Theater Collective as part of the Fantasy Fantasia podcast. How is everyone doing this fine evening? (laughs) (laughs) So welcome back, everybody. We had a bit of a, you know, kind of classic Scooby-Doo meets Eyes Wide Shut arc last time, as you do. Just, you know, the classic mashup. Very classic. Like peanut butter and jelly. Yeah, like peanut butter and jelly. Um, As that's happened, though i hear from a little birdie that some of you have leveled up it's true (laughs) it's true i admit it i know i know something about just the general bad rolls that happened (laughs) you're admitting to your failures (laughs) so carla why don't we start with you uh what has iris chosen well iris has leveled up so many times that i decided to take an advanced move and uh rewrite my rewrite my sex move Oh, into something else because okay. I have never used it. So I took a sex move from a fan-made skin, uh, which I apologize if I'm pronouncing this wrong, the Bakenico 
which, if I understand correctly, is some kind of Jap- Japanese supernatural mm. creature that's very cat-like. And oh, okay. the move is, how lucky is your partner, really? You are such a freak. They gain the ability to re-roll any roll in a scene after the encounter, and if they roll a 10 plus, you mark experience. Hey! Oh, interesting. Hey, nice. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome, Avery. <laughs> um, well, that's really fun. Well, the, the irony was not lost on me that one of the two characters that has the most sex on screen in the show, because Zach, I think, would probably beat you for most actual people he slept with. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. uh, the most on-screen sex, you two get to move your, use your sex moves like the least. Well, I guess Avery's been dumping strings on you like a motherfucker, so yeah. I guess that's not entirely <laughs> true for Avery. <laughs> uh, make me sound so selfish. And I believe uh, Avery, as Kane Kaufman, you also leveled up, didn't you? Yeah, so I decided to take another ghost move called Transference. I used it earlier in the show when uh, I went my darkest self for the first time after taking some damage from Iris. So basically, I listen to people's pain and I can uh, take their harm onto myself. Which really goes with Kane's like New Year, New Me. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. trying to be yeah, uh, awesome. more selfless, more giving to his friends and community. Aww. So yeah, <laughs> thought it would fit. I love that. Thanks, Avery. So why don't we do a quick attendance and we'll see who is here tonight to play Monster Hearts. Hey, I'm Avery. I'm playing the Infernal Skin and I am playing Kane Kaufman. My name is Carla and I am playing the Face Skin and my character is, hi, I'm Iris. Hi, I'm Stephanie, and I am playing the Witch Skin, and my character is Evelyn Reed Wilson. Hi, my name is Kim, and I am playing the Vampire Skin, and I play Dr. Elizabeth Egan. Hi there, my name's Zephyr. I'm playing the Queen Skin, and uh, he's played by Zach Wilder. And I am Eric, and I will be your MC for the evening. So, as you have remet all of our players and our characters, uh, that about sums it up. So shall we begin, everyone? Heck yeah. Absolutely. All right. Yeah. Let's go. Well, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see how I'm feeling. <laughs> Our camera opens on Dr. Egan. Mm-hmm. You are sitting in your office and it is getting near the end of the day. Uh, you have been working as you usually do, right? Oh, Starting yes. early, ending late. Staying late, yep. Not so different from what I actually do. Yeah, biting necks and cashing checks, you know? That's just the way that you live. Wow. Again, not much different than I normally do. <laughs> so, Dr. Egan, as you sit there, remember last time you've been trying to decipher that high vampiric? Mm-hmm. And you didn't have a whole lot of success with that one page. Mm-hmm. Can you give me another dark roll for this? I can. I might. Oh, I guess we'll oh. technically make it a gaze into the abyss. Yeah. Yeah, actually, I did really well on this one. It's an 11. Oh, Ooh, there nice. it is. Right? Yeah, okay. After all the craziness with the Carpe Diem Brigade and, and you know, now that you finally have had some getting back to the regular schedule of things and kind of balancing your workload with this kind of secretive research that you're doing on top mm-hmm. of this, I feel like you have finally cracked this archaic page. Hmm. So this page that you're looking at, Dr. Egan, describes how to channel the magic of the vampiric. 
And something that's really interesting is as you're reading it, you know how way back in our first Christmas arc, we established that your father was into druid magic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's kind of what made you the way that you are. You realize that vampiric and ancient druid magic are not so dissimilar. They share a lot of very similar ideas and foundations. And as you're reading more and more, you realize that what this spell specifically does is it imbues something with an incredible amount of magic. It essentially hyper amplifies what it could accomplish without the magic, really just honing it in, making it more powerful and, you know, making its hold or its effect absolute in a way. Hmm. Mm. And it says that this spell has one key ingredient and it only has one, but it has multiple names. And it says the cattle of our kind, the sanguine ruby, the essence of their spirit, mm. the rock of redemption. Oh, interesting. Okay. I mean, I have a, I have some theories about what this is actually referring to, but um, sorry to interrupt, but you can roll plus cold if you want to throw on your Sherlock Holmes thinking cap and be a detective. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that is a okay, so it's a nine, so it's a mixed success. Okay, because it's a mixed success. I'll grant you one kind of free question that you want to ask. So in terms of putting this together, what do you want to ask right now? Is there enough? Okay, so the question I'm going to ask is, is there enough information uh, based on either my my druid magic knowledge or anything to sort of make the... Um, the uh, the equivalency between the the red gems that we saw at um, in, with the cult, the philosopher's stones. Yes, I think that's a safe assumption to make. Okay, so I'm making that connection. Definitely. Okay, all right. And as you put those dots together, um, Iris, tell me how you would have sent out these invitations really quickly. <laughs> she would have had Jeeves probably do them. Okay. Yep. So as that's happening, your your phone rings, Dr. Egan. Okay. Almost as if the moment you're like, I, are they the same? Bing! It kind of like, <laughs> in, you know, interrupts like, the it, moment. It scares me, yeah. I'm like, <gasps> Hello? Hello, is this Dr. Elizabeth Egan? Yes, speaking. This is Jeeves. I am the resident head butler at the Treetops dorm. I am just calling you to remind you that Madame Iris's uh, slumber party is booked for tonight at 7. It is uh, 6.45. I was told that you probably work late and that I should give you a reminder call. I'm sure that you got my invitation. And indeed, you see, like, the golden calligraphy. It's like, by the honored invitation of Madame Iris, Jeeves went all the town with them. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, inviting you to a slumber party that Iris wants you to attend. I say, um, oh, thank you, Jeeves. Thank you for the reminder. I really do appreciate it. And yes, I, I do work quite late and sometimes I forget about some of my commitments at night. No problem. We will see you shortly. Please do not hesitate. Uh, bring anything you need to make you feel comfortable, but all can be provided here. Oh, thank you. Thank you so Good much. evening. Good evening to you. And on that, our camera fades away from Dr. Egan as she still has a lot to ponder mm -hmm. about what is to come down the road. Evelyn. Yes. Evelyn, you have already gotten that call, right? Uh, the invitation is the nicest thing in your room right now. Yes, of easily. course. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Evelyn, as you're getting ready, Whiskers is kind of sitting around you. Wow. It's okay, Whiskers. I'm not going to leave you here. 
I no, I, I talked to them and they said you can come to the sleepover too. So Hi. I'm gonna pack up some of your food and um, put you in your carrier and we're gonna have a really fun night. Aww. Yeah, let's finish getting you ready and you're you're gonna really like Iris. She loves animals. I'm sure she's gonna absolutely love you. <laughs> so, um, Evelyn, is there anything special or anything that you you want to make sure besides whiskers that you're bringing or anything that you want to do really quickly before you head off? Yeah, she's got everything ready in her bag and um before she leaves yeah she just grabs a couple um uh magazines and uh movies from her desk that she uh borrowed from the library for the slumber party and throws them in her bag and then gets ready to head out steph you're not gonna just say that you took movies <laughs> on this podcast without I... telling me what fucking movies okay. you're bringing um, <laughs> oh my god i'm trying to think of, okay um, she grabbed, yeah, I'm going to say, like, John Hughes movies. I'm going to say, like, Okay, you're um, telling Pretty me that Pink. Evelyn wouldn't bring Princess Bride? Oh, <gasps> thank right? you! Yes! Um, yeah, and nice. Princess Bride. Okay, so we have Pretty in Pink. <laughs> and the Princess Bride. And then, yeah, magazine, she just grabbed, like, a couple Seventeen magazines with, like, a bunch of girly quizzes in them and stuff like that. Classic. Perfect. Yes, of course. Um, Evelyn, right next to your, you know, beautifully calligraphized message by Jeeves from Iris to invite you to her slumber party is a note next to it that you got from Nick. Oh. And it reads as the following. You got it in the mail yesterday. It says, hey, Evelyn. I just want to say that I'm really sorry that I haven't been able to reach out ever since we saw each other at the end of last year. Uh, it turns out law school's pretty busy. And when I mean busy, I mean like they got us night and day. And, and on top of that, I I, I don't know. I, it's My mom's a little bit sick, so I kind of have to split my time between here and ha back home. So I'm sorry that I haven't gotten to see you. But after my final um, argument at the beginning of... Uh, the exam week. I'm actually done um, earlier than most people. I, I would love to maybe meet with you and, and, and talk to you. And, uh, well, there's something that I kind of want to talk about. Nick. Yeah, reading that, um, yeah, Evelyn's heart just goes out to Nick, and she's also really curious about what he wants to talk to her about, so she kind of wrote him a quick reply saying, you know, she completely understands, and, you know, she hopes everything's going okay and that you know if he ever needs to talk she's here for him and that she can't wait to chat with him when he's done his arguments and that she knows he's going to do an amazing job and um as she heads out to um iris's she's gonna um post the note in the um inter-school mail <laughs> Awesome. So as you do that, our camera fades as Evelyn, you go to a place of wealth and beauty that you have <laughs> hardly ever seen. Yeah. So on that, our camera fades to Zach. Yeah. So Zach, you're in your dorm. And Kane, how would you have handed out your invitations? Um, he probably would have gone door to door and like asked them in person just because he wants he, um, yeah, just because he wanted to, and probably because Iris forced him to. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that. Okay, let's play this out then. So it's the day of the slumber party, and Zach, as you're just putting your clothes away, hanging out in your room, you hear a knock at your door. 
All right, um, Zach is just kind of wearing like um, like a silk tunic sort of thing, <laughs> and like matching pajamas, <laughs> and he's kind of loosely got his um, his queen robe on, nice. and just kind of like yes. opens the door with a um, with a drink in his hand. Hey man, uh, it's me. Yeah, knew you were coming. Oh, right, I, I called. Um, yeah, I just wanted to form formally or uh, any looks at your outfit or informally invite you to a uh, guy's night. Um, Iris is doing something with the ladies and I figured, you know, maybe us dudes could do something. You know, you and I and, and, and Coffee Josh because, well, I guess it's not fun if it's just the uh, iris is making me bring him man <laughs> fuck dude <laughs> coffee josh is a fucking hoot man i gotta say but like <laughs> dude i know you're not cool with her that's she fucking oh she roped you dude fuck okay. i know i know but i i guess i owe it to him to be he's been pretty nice to me so i guess i'll i'll try to be nice to him and uh i, I don't know what what do guys do at sleepovers sleepovers anyway i've never really had one before uh Guys don't really do sleepovers, man. I knew it! And he kind of <laughs> looks to the sky. He's like, damn it! <laughs> okay. Um, Let's make a fucking slumber party. You got, like, video games or some shit? Uh, he doesn't, but he says, yep. <laughs> you got, like, beer or some shit? He doesn't, yep. Oh, I guess uh, you don't drink. Uh, okay, never I mind. I mean, you, I know you do, and uh, I got coffee for Josh, because uh, I don't know if he drinks beer. He doesn't just drink coffee, dude. Hey, you don't know that. We haven't seen him drink anything else. One sec, one sec. Uh, Zach's going to really quickly stream to see if he can see coffee, John. Does he happen yeah. to be drinking anything? Yeah, roll, roll for streaming. Oh my god. I love it. I love this power. <laughs> okay, that's a uh, 13. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's no problem. So, Zach, you get the feeling that Coffee Josh is sitting in his office and he thinks, maybe I should drink less coffee. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Zach's just going to try to think really hard at him. Kombucha. Kombucha, man. Kombucha. And he thinks, you know, I could try some strangely satisfying fermented beverage. What about kombucha? Huh. Yeah, man. Uh, I think uh, I think he drinks like uh, kombucha or something. I've seen him do it a couple times. Okay, well, I'll, I'll get him some kombucha then. I'm headed over there right now to invite him to. Sweet, sweet. Okay, I'm just gonna... Do we go together? Like, you want, you want a ride? Sure, yeah, let's do it. Sweet. Uh, and, and he goes to leave, and then... Um, about halfway through getting there, he realizes that he still forgot Casablanca, like slams on the brakes and turns around, gets Casablanca, and then goes out. Casablanca the movie? <laughs> yeah, um, he borrowed it from Jeeves, literally like, I was just listening on my way oh, out to work. <laughs> borrowed it from Jeeves during the Christmas arc. Yay, continuity, we love yeah. that. <laughs> I finally remembered. That's so good. So, so as as you headed out to invite Coffee Josh, he was like that was was a lot less. He he was you know Coffee Josh's is pretty much now the most popular coffee shop in the whole area. He's he seems to be busy all the time, and he just like really quickly was like, oh hey Kane and and, and uh, Zach, uh, what can I do you guys for? Do you want some coffee or? 
What's no, going on? We wanna we wanna hang out, man. But I understand if you're totally busy, you know, running a super awesome business. Uh, no, I can a, hang out. Oh, okay. Um, we're <laughs> we're having a slumber party tonight at. Uh, shit, wait. Are the girls in my room? Where am I having this? <laughs> wait, my room's a zoo. Okay, this is totally up to you, but I will say that you do have your outdoor sand balcony if you want to keep your animals out there. Okay, good idea. Thank you, God. Yeah, you're you're welcome. <laughs> you know what? I'll I'll just move all the animals outdoors. They they need some fresh air anyway. Yeah. Okay. Well. Uh. Hey. I'll bring coffee and coffee with bourbon for Zach, because I know nice. that you love that. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, uh, man, I've been really wanting to try this thing called kombucha. I don't know why. I didn't. I didn't even know what it was until I thought. I didn't even know the. I thought of the word, then I looked it up, and it was real. Hey. And I want it. <laughs> Maybe we can Whoa. make coffee kombucha and stay up all night pulling all nighter. Yeah, I mean, I don't... Has anyone done that? I don't know. I'm going to look at some kombucha. We'll, I'll get back to you. But yeah, no, that's cool. I'll see you tonight. Yeah, this is... Hey, I've never really had friends for, like, most of my life, so this is kind of cool. <laughs> and oh. under his breath, Kane just mutters, me either. <laughs> 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 and for a moment, he feels a connection to Josh for a fleeting moment, so that he just kind of shakes his head, getting the thought out of his head. <laughs> and actually... On that moment, our camera kind of pans like up into Kane's eyes and it holds on Kane's eyes and you see like just a faint lighting change happens because Kane and then our camera pulls back out and you see that Kane is now standing in Iris's room next to Iris and the clock reads 6.55. Your guests are expected in five minutes. What are you both doing? Iris is going around fluffing pillows. She asked Jeeves to bring like so many extra throw pillows and blankets because she always sees like a lot of them in movies of sleepovers. So she's like fluffing them up. Jeeves actually just got there and he went, Madam Iris, I have uh, recalled everyone and confirmed their invitations. Everyone is still attending. I have your pillows and the cart that you asked for. And I hope you don't mind, ma'am, but I took the liberty of getting Giuseppe's Alfredo house nice. to cater this event. So uh, I have a spread for you here. And if you need anything else, madam, you simply let me know. Nope, you already brought up the popcorn bar and the candy bar, so I think we're good. <laughs> Wonderful, madam. Thank you so much. I wish you nothing but a great evening. Thanks. <laughs> Ooh. And she, like, turns to Kane, and her eyes, like... I'm assuming, Eric, that she's been having these, like, hallucinations still, like, for the last, like, 30 days. Or yeah, whatever. I'm gonna say that when we saw you with the nightmare, you looked kind of tired. Iris looks more yeah. tired and worn down than she ever has now. Mm-hmm. And she, like, turns to Kane and goes, Whew, how do I look? I'm nervous. I've never had a sleepover before. Kane is laying in the middle of Iris's floor with his arms and legs sprawled out, staring at the ceiling. <laughs> he just kind of lifts his head and he says, You look... Ready for a slumber party, honey. You look perfect. Thanks. And he just returns to the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> she like bends down and, and or she kneels next to him and goes, Are you okay? I forgot to mention to Zach that this is a platonic sleepover. <laughs> I oh. hope he doesn't expect anything. I mean, um, you could always just tell him that's what it is. No, I'm sure he gets it. I don't I don't want to make it awkward. I've I've never had a sleepover. I'm actually kind of nervous. Hey, it's going to be great. And you've been so wonderful helping me through all this stuff with these hallucinations and stuff. And you deserve just a night with the guys just to let loose and hang. Thanks. I, yeah, you you know what? Yeah, just, we deserve that, right? Just, we we could go do our own thing. I'm going to miss you. She like climbs over and like sits on his lap and goes, I'm going to miss you. 
miss you too. But hey, you know what? This is good. You, like I said, I think it's going to be nice for you to bond with Zach and get over what happened um, that night with Bo. And, um, you know, I'm proud of you for inviting Coffee Josh. Josh, I hope I didn't force you too hard. I just, I feel like he needs friends. And you and Zach are really nice people. I actually agree with you. I think Coffee Josh needs a night off as much as you and I do. Hmm. I th okay, the last thing is I, th I think I just fucked up getting the video games. It was between Sega and Nintendo, and I chose Sega, and now I'm hearing from people that Sega's really lame compared to Nintendo, and now I'm just kind of... Oh. And it's not even multiplayer. I just... I think I fucked up. Kane, 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 and she, like, grabs his face gently, and she goes, everything's gonna be fine. They're gonna have a great time, and... I'm sure, I have no idea what those two things are, but I'm sure Sega's just as good. Yeah, you're right. It's video games. Video games are fun no matter what. Yeah, All right. you're I, uh, friends. I hope it doesn't smell like zoo over there still. Uh, good oh. luck, honey, and have a, have a wonderful night. Thanks, and you can bring Bethany over here. She can hang with us. Okay, I'll, I'll let her know. I'm sure she'll morph into something and make her way over. Okay. One of your throw pillows turns into Bethany. She goes, <gasps> oh, gotcha. <laughs> and she like wraps around your hand and goes, little pillow. Oh, oh Bella. You are such a clever one. Okay. <laughs> okay. Have fun, Kate. If you need anything, I'm here. I'll press the old cursed pin if I need your help. Okay. At that moment, you hear a knock at your door. And our camera's going to briefly cut back to everybody else. So Zach, Dr. Egan, and Evelyn, you all converge in the main foyer of the treetops. And Zach, I mean, you know, you live in the in, in the trunk. It's it's like pretty fine, you know, like it's all fine. It's just fine. <laughs> mm -hmm. Obviously, Evelyn, this is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Almost, I, I would assume mildly insulting, but you tell me how Evelyn feels when she walks in and sees at, at this point, um, she sees that the newest batch of seasonal flowers have come in for the giant fountain in the center that <laughs> showcases like three large oak trees. Oh dear. Uh, yeah, no, her jaw is just dropped the entire time she's been in here. She's just taking everything in and yeah, like <laughs> at the back of her mind she's definitely has a little bit of resentment like how do people live like this every day and um yeah I think when she walked in she like um went over by the flowers and like um you know tried to to smell them without anyone really noticing her she didn't want to get caught they smelled so fresh and like honestly a staff came up to you and they were like excuse me ma'am would you like one oh, and um... they take out their scissors and they clip one off and they Hand it to you. Oh, it's uh, it's what? fresh and and that's what they're here for. They're here to smell and spread joy. Oh, okay, well, um, thank you very much. It's lovely flowers. Absolutely. And you hear, ah, Mr. Zachary, as Jeeves is looking at you from across the <laughs> the desk. Zach, he pulls out his pocket watch and looks at it and says, "I think you are a few days late, sir, with your return." Oh, my return? Y you mean you didn't get uh, uh the the. Kusa Blanc, Blanc the, the movie I totally watched. Uh, you didn't get it back yet? Uh, my records do not show that I have it back. No, sir. Oh, wait, your records? Look, maybe we can see it together. We're, we're, we're okay. Um, it, it was, it was like, uh, like a week after, like you said. You see, and he's just kind of, kind of like lean over and try to like with his foot balancing Casablanca 
like put it behind the desk. <laughs> okay, uh, give me a hold steady so roll, mean. please, Zach. Five and a five plus two is twelve. Oh, wow. So, Zach, with that impressive roll, tell me how you want to go about doing this, because Jeeves is looking at his records going, I'm sorry, sir, but I do not see anything in my records here. No, it's right here. He puts his, like, uh, his middle finger down and just, like, taps the paper. (laughs) And as he's tapping, he just, like, flicks Casablanca and it kind of, like, bounces right into, like, the perfect spot. Well, uh, no, I, sir, I, I apologize. I do not mean to insult you, but I would know if it was there. Oh, huh. It's there. <laughs> well, oh. there you go. It must have been there for a while then, hey? Oh, well, I, my, my apologies, sir. I, 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 that must have been a grave error on my part. I, uh, you know what? Uh, just for my apologies, I will have a lovely filet mignon sent to you at any time that you would like. Just simply call this number and I will send it to the trunks for you. Okay, deal, deal. I'll I'll uh, I'll hold you to it. Uh, uh, oh, you must all be the guests. Uh, welcome, everybody. The uh, master and the madam are waiting for you upstairs, please. And he gives you the directions to their room. They're all in Madam Iris's room now, so perhaps go there and you can split up from there. We've provided all the necessities you need. If you need anything else, you let us know. Good evening, everyone. Thank you. Uh, good evening, Jeeves. Evening, dude. So as you head up to both their rooms, you're just struck with how opulent this place is. There's paintings hanging on the wall just haphazardly worth like tens of thousands of dollars. It's just ridiculous. So when you arrive at Iris's room and you knock on the door, uh, who's going to answer the door, Iris? Is it going to be you? Oh, probably. She like runs to it. You can hear her like slam into the back of it because she's so excited. (laughs) (laughs) And like gets back and opens it up and goes, yay, people, hi. Hello. Hi. (laughs) So this is where you live. Yes, this is quite lovely. I can't believe this place. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Hey, Zach, I think Kane's actually already in his room or he was just heading there. No, on the ground. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Kane's been moping on the ground for that whole scene. So for this brief moment, you are all together. (laughs) Iris smiles at Kane and gives him a thumbs up for old time's sake. (laughs) (laughs) Smile a thumbs up back. Um, Yay, so okay. This is fun. We're here and you guys are together and you're going to go do your fun stuff. And um... hi, everyone. Sorry, I'm late. And you hear Coffee Josh running down the hallway and you see him holding a massive jug of coffee and a 26 or a bourbon. And he (laughs) says, hey, everyone, I brought some coffee and bourbon. Wasn't sure how to do this whole slumber party thing, but I'm here. And he looks at you, Iris, and says, oh, hi, Iris. I didn't see you there. Um, How are you doing? Good. Yeah, really good. I hope you're excited for tonight. Yeah, um, our regular, Cosmic Bill, he actually says he missed you today. He, he really likes your tea. Oh, Bill, well, tell him I'll be back on Mondays when I do my three-hour shift. <laughs> He's got another alien study that he wants to tell you about. This one might kind of sort of be real. I don't know. Oh, oh well, we'll just uh, look forward to that. Hey, Kane, Zach, hi. What's up, guys? I got coffee hey. and bourbon. Right on, What's Josh. Up? Nice. So I heard there was going to be Nintendo. I'm really excited to play. <laughs> Fuck. I mean, I was always more of a Sega guy, but sure, whatever. Oh my, Kane drops to his knees and grabs your leg, Zach, and it says, really? <laughs> yeah, man, I mean, like, you can't go wrong with that blast processing. Oh, yes, okay. It's gonna be a party. Let's go, guys. Have fun, boys. Okay, Have see fun. you later. 
<laughs> and as the boys depart, uh, Iris, you're left alone with your group. What do you do? Okay. Well, I hope you guys are ready. Come on in. Yeah. And you guys and you guys come in and like the room is like I said, covered in pillows and blankets, and there's like a oh. popcorn bar and a candy bar. Oh, and then <laughs> you came all prepared for us. This this looks amazing, Iris. This is wonderful. I guess I don't need my own pillow. Mm-hmm. And 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 I had Jeeves make us these, and she like runs oh. to a box and pulls up um these bright yellow shirts that are all sparkly, and they say Hot Tub Club with a hot tub and like hearts coming out of it. Like, oh, oh, oh. Wow, thank, thank you, Iris. They're very sparkly. Thank you so much. Uh, thank Jeeves. This is what I wanted to name the society group, but then everyone went with the AV club. So I thought we, the ladies, could be the hot tub club. Uh, what a great idea. And matching scrunchies. And she throws, <laughs> throws shirts and matching oh, scrunchies. Oh, thank you. <laughs> All right. Hey, I- Iris, I've got a question. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, Thank you so much for letting me bring Whiskers with me. Is it okay <gasps> if I let her out? Oh my wow. gosh. Yes, please. I didn't even know she was here and she like kneels next to like the carrier. Uh, who's Whiskers? Oh, my cat, Whiskers. Oh. And she opens up the carrier. <gasps> and um, Evelyn and Egan, you hear, you know, the meows of Whiskers as Whiskers jumps out of the crate and like looks around. And Iris Whiskers locks eyes with you and almost gives you like a cat smile. <laughs> Hi, I'm Iris. Hello, Iris. Uh, my name is Whiskers and, uh, well, I'm a cat. <laughs> wow. Whiskers <laughs> debut. Oh, yes. Is uh, this place our new digs? This is, yes, these are my digs, Whiskers, but um, you're welcome here for the night. Oh, well, uh, thank you. Uh, that's a nice couch. Uh, do you mind if I eat it and uh, run my claws <laughs> through and around it, please? Through and around, but you could, um, uh, on the rug. The rug is for all of that stuff, because Jeeves will get really mad. <laughs> At that moment, Bethany runs up to Whiskers and goes, and turns into an exact replica of Whiskers, and Whiskers looks and goes, oh, oh my dear, um, you're just like me, mummy. Oh, he's so uh, scary. Oh dear. Oh, oh my. Oh, okay. Wow, this cat likes to talk a lot. And she turns back to the others and goes, Okay, so um, thank you both for coming. I, I hope you're going to have fun tonight. Um, and she looks back at the door and then to make sure it's closed. And she goes, Okay, um, I actually have another reason I brought you guys here. I have some business I want to discuss with you first, but, but I also want to bond and become closer friends. So I was thinking we could maybe do like a little slumber party game and then talk oh. business and then maybe end with, and she like, uh, picks up a uh, video cassette of uh, Dirty Dancing. She's like, Jeeves recommended this movie. I don't know why they're dirty while they're dancing. Maybe they roll around in mud, but it's supposed to be good. Uh, yes, I heard it was quite good. Um, yeah. Yeah. I-, I brought a little something for us, and she takes mm. out um, a uh, vintage 1960s bottle of wine. <laughs> so, oh, and she says, There you are. Uh, unfortunately, oh. I won't be partaking. Um, but do you have... Um, place I can store I, my drink and I kind of bring out my, my blood <laughs> supply. I'm so happy you brought your own Egan because I didn't want to ask Jeeves for it and he made us Shirley Temples which I don't know what that is but it sounds like a good drink but I knew you weren't going to drink it. Yes! And she like goes over to a, a little mini fridge and like opens it up. Thank you so much. And she puts the blood in the, the fridge. <laughs> At that point you hear a bit of a ruckus as Bethany and Whiskers are chasing each other around the room uh, very playfully with Whiskers looks at you, Evelyn. Uh, yeah, Evelyn sees them playing with each other and says, be, be nice, Whiskers. Whatever you say, Bummy. 
I love you. I love you. Evelyn, your cat really loves you. You know that, right? Oh, that's so, that's so nice to hear, Iris. And then she, she yells over to Whiskers. She's like, I love you too, Whiskers. And, oh, Iris, I almost forgot. And oh she reaches my. into her bag. She's like, I brought a couple things for us. And she pulls out her the movies, um... Pretty in Pink and Princess Bride and the magazine. She's like, I, I didn't know if you had any movies, so I borrowed a couple from the library and a couple magazines with some fun quizzes in them that I thought um, maybe we could do. Right. Actually, um, that reminds me of what I would like to do with both of you before we get down to business. And she goes oh. over to a stack of magazines that she has Jeeves bring her and um, flips through one and looks at the name. She's like, I would really love to play with you guys. Something that's apparently really popular at sleepovers. It's called Truth or Dare. Oh. oh. And she just smiles at them. Right. <laughs> uh, all right. Sure. I'm, I'm down for a game of Truth or Dare. Okay. Yeah. Um, I read through the rules. I think it's pretty straightforward, but it sounds like it's a really nice just bonding experience. Sure. Yeah. Yes, it can be, I, I, I suppose. <laughs> okay, all everybody right. grab a pillow. Okay. Gosh, I hope the guys are having as much fun as we're about to have. <laughs> <laughs> and at that, as the truth or dare game begins, let's jump to the guys' night, shall we? Oh, God. <laughs> hey, you lead the guys into your your room, and Coffee Josh goes, Oh, wow. Um, Kane, do you have a lot of animals in here? <laughs> I have a bit of... I, I have some allergies. Oh, oh no. Um, oh, it smells like sex in here, man. <laughs> like... Like a lot of sex. High five. He high fives him back and he says, Nice. Josh looks a little bit uncomfortable with that. <laughs> he goes to high five Josh so he's not left out. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, yeah, you and you and Iris t- t- together. That's that's cool. <laughs> no, it, it's not for me. It's probably from the ferrets. Oh, you do you have ferrets? I'm, I'm allergic to ferrets and chickens. Um, I, that's, those are my two barnyard allergies. Oh my god! I regret to inform you, Josh, that I also have a chicken. But uh, I could get Jeeves to bring you some nose plugs, maybe. I don't know if that helps. If that's a thing. Oh, that's very nice of you, Kane. But no, you don't have to worry about me. I'm just, I'm just happy to be here. Oh, look, there they are. And he points to the outside, and you see thunder and lightning, the two ferrets, and Peter the chicken. <laughs> and they're just dancing, enjoying the sand right now, just having a good time. <laughs> yeah, just a good old-fashioned animal dance party. And Coffee Josh goes, wow, that's really impressive. You got them very well-trained, Kane. That's that's incredible. So, uh, all right, sleepover time. Uh, I guess first things first, I'll, I'll take you on a tour of, of the of the room. Sure. Yeah, uh, go go right ahead. <laughs> oh, there's the back. And Kane doesn't even move because it's like one apartment room. He just kind of <laughs> points to a door. He says, that's the bathroom. That's my bed. Uh, did you guys bring sleeping bags? Uh, no. Did, you, you didn't tell us to bring anything, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't have that. Um, that's okay. You guys can share the bed and maybe I'll sleep at the beach. Uh, the little beach tiki thing uh, on the balcony there. I mean, I don't mind sleeping on the couch and like, you know, I, I could just taxi home if that's going to be a problem. Yeah, man, like I'm, I'm good to sleep on the floor, but like I don't usually talk about where I'm going to sleep because you never know. <laughs> right man we could go downtown and then all kinds of crazy shit could happen yeah totally cool um all right uh and then that's the kitchen and that's the tour <laughs> i thought it was a great tour kane Th- thanks 
Um, so, so Josh, why don't we uh, get some coffee and bourbon pouring, I guess? Yeah, I mean, well, Ken, I know that you don't want bourbon. Um, so I guess, Zach, this could all be for you. If Kane's not going to drink, I won't drink. It's cool. Well, I mean, well, I can't be the only one who doesn't drink, guys. Come on, like, not again. Okay, I'll have, like, a shot with you. Thanks, man. Okay, sweet. But then I'm going to hang. Okay, 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 fine. Here okay, you go. Okay, yeah, here you go. Yep, here. It's already in your hand. And that's the Ah! Yeah, cheers. <coughs> Kane whispers to Zach, being like, why don't we try to get Josh as fucked up as possible tonight? Dude, that's the best idea I've ever heard you come up with, like, ever. I want to oh see what, how Josh is when he just completely lets loose, you know? Yeah, fuck it. Let's do it. All right, um, I think uh, this place could really use some uh, some livening up. Who's up for a drinking game? Hell yeah. How about yeah, you, Josh? you just drink as much coffee as we drink alcohol, and this is going to be off the fucking hook. That sounds fair. Kane, do you feel comfortable with us doing that? Oh, totally. Yeah, man. I'll, I'll just drink all the coffee again. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. Uh, I do have to warn you, though, Zach. I am a little bit of a lightweight, so, <laughs> you know, go easy on me. <laughs> I mean, like, how often do you drink? What's your level, man? I think the last shot I had was um, Arbor Day of 88. <laughs> I don't even know when Arbor Day is. Yeah, I don't know either, but I had three shots, and I don't, I don't celebrate Arbor Day anymore. Well, shit. Okay, uh, let's uh, let's get playing this drinking game here. What what drinking game? I'm afraid I don't know any. Okay, uh, what games do we have here, uh, Avery? Uh, not even. <laughs> it's too real now. We're having what? a sleepover. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, what what video games do we have there, Kane? Uh, Sonic. Sonic. <laughs> I have an idea. How about whoever. We play a level, and whoever doesn't collect the most rings has to take a shot. Uh, you know what? Every time someone beats a level, we all take a drink. Oh, here, let's make a list of rules. Every time we beat a level, someone takes a drink. Every time somebody dies, we take a drink. Every time you collect 10 rings, you take a drink. Every time Sonic messes up his run, we should take two. I love oh, it. Oh, I like it. I like it. Cool. Oh, and every time, every time we uh, we beat the shit out of Eggman, we fucking take another drink. And then the final one could be if we hear the thing go Sega, five drinks. <laughs> oh shit! Okay, now I think we're onto something. Kane just plays on like restarting it intermittently. <laughs> Josh goes, I've never played Sonic or Sega, so I have no idea what any of this is, but yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, who, who's first? Boom. Sega. Josh, you're first. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Takes five, five drinks another. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> wow. My, uh, my hands are all warm. I mean, my cheeks. Ooh. That's fun. Kane will keep up with the coffee shots, so he'll be fucking high. Oh my gosh. I don't caffeine high as a person could be, I guess, by the end of this. Jeez. So as you guys start pounding back alcohol and caffeine, perfect for a heart, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, why don't we jump back to the slumber party that the ladies are having? I feel like we're all sitting in our shirts with the scrunchies in our hair, and we all have a drink. Like, Iris has the Shirley Temple because she ain't touching wine. And then I don't know what Evelyn has, but... Yeah, and I, I borrowed a mug and put some of my yes. blood in there. Nice. I've got my uh, my scrunchie kind of on the side, like kind of like a side ponytail. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> Evelyn's actually having a tiny bit of wine. 
Yes. Nice. Okay, let the bonding begin. Who should go first? Oh, um, well, you're the host, hostess. Uh, why don't you go first? Okay, so I'm going to pick someone. Egan, truth or dare? Um, truth. Okay. <clears> hmm. <throat> and she kind of gets serious for a second uh-huh. um, with her tired eyes, and she looks at her and says, I know you've been a vampire for a really long time, but is there anything that you miss about being human? Oh. Wow, uh, that's a question to start off with. Um, Get right to the heart. <laughs> Just like Sam Hain did, eh? <laughs> oh. Oh. Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> Anything that I miss being human. Mm. Um, like sex? Well, uh, I, maybe, maybe that's not at the top of my list. I, I have other ways of, um, mm. how should I say, fulfilling those needs. Um, okay. You know, I do miss hot dogs, like human, <laughs> like regular food. And, oh. Um, I guess they wouldn't have hot dogs back then, would they? Um, never they mind. Would okay, so, they would have sausages. They would have sausages. Yeah, sausages. Okay, yeah. yeah. So I, I do miss um, yeah, like mm. sausages. I remember really enjoying that. So yes, just um, I think food. Food mm. is something that I, I remember quite liking when I was younger. Okay. Yeah. Look, we learned something. Yay. Okay. Yes. Egan, you oh, pick someone that's right. next. I have to go. Hmm. Hmm, let's see. Um, Evelyn, truth or dare? Um. um y- you know what? I think I will go with truth. Truth. All right. Hmm. Let me think. How about this? If you could be invisible for a day and know that you would never get caught, what would you do? <gasps> um, you know what? I would love to spend part of the day hanging out in the um, restricted room of the library and looking at all the old manuscripts. And then when I was done that, I actually think I would like to come here and just... Oh, look at all the the beautiful things here, and oh. like it, the treetops. Yeah, y- yeah, and, oh. and um, yeah. Oh. I, I guess enjoy living in a really nice place like this. Oh, oh. well, Evelyn, you can come anytime. Oh, thank thank you, Iris. Okay, well, yay, more good um, secrets being shared and information being shared. Okay, Evelyn, your turn, go. Oh, okay, Iris, um, truth or dare? Dare. Okay, um, <laughs> and Evelyn's going to walk over and grab the phone, and it's like, okay, Iris, um, I'm going to call a phone number, and I want you to prank call them. Oh, oh <laughs> that's prank, amazing. Prank call, okay, um, yeah. so I have to lie and say I'm somebody else? Um, yeah, exactly. You know, like you could say, um, you're from the, the maintenance department and asking if there the are refrigerators running or it's, it's, it's a joke. You're, oh. you're tricking them. It's, it's a joke. Okay. People think it's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. For, for fun. And yeah. not, okay. Exactly. Sure. We, we okay. used to say, is your refrigerator running? <laughs> exactly. And then if they, they <laughs> check and they say yes, and then you say, well, you better go catch it. You know, your, jokes uh, like that. Yes, is exactly. Is your refrigerator running? You better go catch it. Hi, I'm Iris. Yeah. Don't say your name. Don't say your oh, name. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it, yes. Okay. Oh, yeah, and yeah. so, so Evelyn's gonna take the phone. Yeah. And oh, I'm nervous. 
She she I is really gonna hope it's who I think it is. <laughs> she's <laughs> she's dialing the office of Dean Dundee. I knew it. There it is. So the phone begins to ring. Iris is like, okay, do I just do I use my real voice? What should I do? Just we told you maintenance refrigerator running. Uh, um, okay, better go catch it. Hello, this is Dean Don Dean. <laughs> Hi, I'm I'm um um Bob Lamp Post. Is your refrigerator running well, sir? Bob Bob Lamp Post. Are yes. Are you of the Nebraska lampposts? Mm -hmm. Did we go to Bible camp together when we were like five, Bob? She like puts her hand over the phone and goes, oh my gosh, she's asking about Bible camp. What, what do I do? Oh my God, Bob, that was a fun time. You know, it was probably the closest I've ever gotten to somebody. Say oh. you're, say you're, you're, you're not that Bob, you're calling from the maintenance department. Uh, uh, I am not that Bob, I'm calling from maintenance. Sir? You know, that's too bad. I could use a little bit of childhood fun just to take me out of this funk I'm in, yeah? I mean, I am! I am that Bob! I am that Bob, I promise! Bob! Right? Dean Don Dean! Oh. Well, I'm a Dean now, so Don Dean, wow, right? That's so wonderful, Bob. I'm so proud of you. Bob, you ever just have one of those, like, blah years, you know? You know how it's just, like, one thing after another, right? Yeah, it's been a blah month, Bob. I've been... Er, no, no, you're the Dean. I'm, I'm Bob. I mean, yeah. Oh, I'm, Bob, you're always so funny. You're, you've always been the funniest, Bob. She, like, sits crisscross on the ground and is, like, cradling the phone. Uh, Bob, you know, I just... You know, I, I I lost my job, but I got demoted like earlier in the year, and and then I, I went to like a party, and 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 someone knocked me out. And... <gasps> That's awful. And Egan's looking over at Evelyn like, what is she doing? You know what, Bob? I've been <laughs> seeing things that shouldn't be there. Does that ever happen to you? Um, no. Have you gotten a CT scan? Um, no, I mean, someone run their hands over my chest, not touching them, but like, just, I mean, magically. I mean, I'm not magically. Um, and then she looks up at like Egan and Evelyn. <laughs> Evelyn kind of gives a motion, like hang up the phone. <laughs> Bob, do you want me to check my refrigerator, Bob? I'm going to check that just, just for you, okay? Uh, Bob, this is Jerry. We need you over here. And, and Egan goes over and like slams down the receiver on the phone. <sighs> Iris just looks up and she's like, I'm so sorry. It was it's all right. So right. This is your first prank call. Like, yeah, it, it, it wasn't bad no, for a first prank call. No, 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 no. Uh, we'll just put that as something to learn for the future. Okay. It cuts right. back to Dean Don Dean really quickly, and he's like looking at the, the other line of his phone on his way to his mini fridge. And he's like, This is why you don't have friends. <laughs> That's why you don't have fucking friends because someone asks you to go check if your fridge is running and you just talk about your fucking life and the miserable year you had instead of just fucking going to see if the fucking fridge was done. Oh my god. And the camera cuts back to the ladies' party. Oh my god. <laughs> don't make me feel for Dean Dundee. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Jokes on you, everyone's three dimensional in this podcast. <laughs> well, okay, well, that was pretty good. Let's keep going, shall we? Good idea. Yeah. Um. I guess it's your turn, Iris. Yes. Oh. Oh, right. Egan. Truth or dare? And she like smiles like she wants um, to pick dare. Dare. <laughs> okay. She runs to her closet and picks up some overalls, and she goes, "I dare you to put on these overalls, turn into me, and then go to the guys' room and ask them if you can have some um hmm, 
some water. All right, some <laughs> water. All right. Um, As me. Okay. Uh, all right. Here, here we go. And and she puts on the overalls, and I have to roll for this to see. Yeah, uh, roll for feathers. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's see how I do. Oh dear. Um. Okay. So that's fortunately I upped my hot. So that is a. Uh, that's an eight. So hot. um. So that's a consequence, and what is that? A seven, okay. So in a seven to nine, um, I, I can pass as Iris, but either someone suspects the clothes are noticed missing or I received some unwanted attention. Uh, oh, and I get to choose. So, um, let's see. Uh, unwanted attention. Yes. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right, so water. Wait, wait, oh yeah, Evelyn, is there something better than water that we should ask for? I just kind of panicked. Oh, um... How about a, pil- a pillow? No, oh, there's pillows here. I mean, we've got a lot in here already. Um, They might need some pillows. I should be taking some pillows over there, actually. Oh, oh, um... I mean, if we wanted to, to really see how Egan does, uh, we could ask Kane if you could borrow his his glasses. Oh, um, sh- yeah, and then I'll have to keep track of them because if we get a scratch on them, he's gonna go crazy. Oh, <laughs> right? Okay, uh. yeah, so ask Kane for his glasses. For his glasses. Say you need them right. for um, a, a picture. I need them for a picture. Yes, All right. be sneaky. You got this. Think sneaky. lampshade. <laughs> All right, L- lampshade, yes. All right. Um, okay. And work on your voice. Say, hi, I'm Iris. Oh, yes, it is. All right. Uh, all right. Uh, here I go. Mm-hmm. And I open up the door and walk down the, the hallway a little bit to, <laughs> to, uh, to Kane's door. And I knock. Yeah. So as, as you kind of like take take your steps to like the first few steps are a bit not like Iris and you like get in her pattern. Yes. And yes. yeah, you knock at the door and the fucking door opens. Oh, no. And you just get hit with the blasting sound of Sonic the Hedgehog playing. <laughs> <laughs> And Kane, you open the door and you just see Kane's like eyes are twitching and his hands are twitching. <laughs> <laughs> and you just hear Coffee Josh in the back going like, man, <laughs> didn't know there were so many rings. <laughs> <laughs> Sing it to Zach as they're playing Sonic the Hedgehog. Zach, I feel like, how are you doing? You're probably okay right now, eh? Yeah, Zach got bored about halfway through here and uh, started spying on the girls. <gasps> Just using streaming. <laughs> Let's have you roll for streaming, Zach. Okay. I really. That's a five and a four plus three. Uh, oh my, my gosh. That's 12. Holy crap. <laughs> so I'm going to say that the unwanted attention is that when you open the door, Egan. Mm-hmm. As, as Iris, thinking you got them figured out, Kate opens the door all fidgety. Zach is already staring at the door. Zach, you heard their entire conversation. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So, Zach, you knew everything that Egan is on her way dressed up as Iris. <laughs> now, Kane, when the door knocks, you open it up. As far as you're concerned, you are looking at your girlfriend, Iris Greenwood. Say, uh, hey, baby, how's it going? And he goes to plant a big kiss on her. Hi, I'm Iris. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. What do you need? What do you need? Hello, Kane. Having a good time. Oh, are you boys having lots of fun? Absolutely. 
Kane, I got another hundred. That means I get another shot, right? Oh, hold on, Shit, man. <laughs> Coffee shot. <laughs> Coffee Josh looks, looks quite inebriated right now. I mean, I don't think he's that drunk. Um, let, let's let's do the litmus test, okay? Oh, all right. Hey, um, hey, buddy, how you feeling right now? I have never felt better. I will have you know. Oh yeah, like yeah. You, you feel like you could take on the world. I feel like the world is my oyster. <laughs> the, the world is your oyster, man, and he's gonna like grab him by the fucking shoulders, and he's gonna be like, "And you know what, man? You gotta fucking grab the bull by the horns. If if, uh, if you have anything on your mind, you gotta fucking get it out there." You know? Oh, Iris. Hey, man. What's up? I'm just. Coffee. I'm, Josh swings around, and you see this like look of joy in his face. Oh. Hi, hi, Iris. I had a few drinks. You look very nice in those overalls. Oh, thank you, Coffee Josh. It's so nice to see you. You having fun? I'm having the best time of my life with my best friends, Kane and Zach. Mm. He's my real bestie, not the other bestie. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yes, I know. Um, Kane, I was wondering, can I have your glasses? We need to go take a picture in my room. And I was wondering if I could borrow your glasses. Yeah, here. And he just gives them to you. <laughs> oh, thank you, Kane. Yep, thank no problem. You, sweetie. How's the girl's name? How's the girl's name? Oh, it's fun. We're, fun. we're playing games and we have matching shirts. Did you see my shirt under here? And then she kind of takes down the overalls so that uh, you can see the shirt. Yeah, Hot Tub Club. I know you showed me before. It's really cute. You yeah. look so cute, honey. <laughs> Do you like my shirt, Zach? And, and Coffee Josh? I think it's the most beautiful shirt I, I've ever seen in my life. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> it's it's pretty cool. It's not as cool as our club shirts, though. Oh, you have shirts too? Yeah, they're they're on special order, so you know <laughs> it'll take a while. But they're, they're they're a lot cooler than that, eh? Oh, well, nothing's cooler than my hot tub club shirt. <laughs> it has glitter, and she kind of like shimmies a little bit to make make it kind of glitter. <laughs> wow, glitter shimmy, time. nice shimmy. Can you oh. shimmy again? Oh my god. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think I have to go back to the back to the girls. All right, Doctor Iris. <laughs> I really have to go back to the other room. All right, boys, have fun. You're so funny, Zach. As he slams the door closed. Wait, 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 wait. Oh. Uh, Zach's gonna um, spank Coffee Josh on the butt and try to spend a string on him. Okay. <laughs> Just like a go get him, chum. Oh no. And, oh my god. Here's the best part. Oh, no. Uh, part of uh, many bodies that I've never used before um, is oh. you add two to your roll to turn someone on when you promise one of your gang members to someone. <gasps> oh. So that's... Oh, my God. I think a total of plus four or five. Damn. Yeah. Oh, God. That's that's a 15. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. So what exactly do you want Coffee Josh to do right yeah. now? I want him to confess his love to Egan Iris. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. This took a turn. I love it. Okay. So, Egan, you're about to walk out, and Coffee Josh stands up and says, I have a confession to make. Kane, because you're my best friend right now, I feel like you need to know because I can't keep a secret from. So, our friends don't keep secrets, right? Of course not. No, never, never a secret in my life, man. Well, Kane, <laughs> I, I feel like I should let you know, because this is kind of concerning you, but it's mostly about Iris Greenwood. Oh. I, since the hmm. first day you made me step over that espresso machine, 
I have always found you incredibly interesting and oh. and a fascinating, unique, beautiful person on the inside. And, oh. out, and Mondays are my favorite day of the week, which is contrary to most people. Most people say they have a case of the Mondays, but I don't have a case of the Mondays. I have a case of the not Mondays. N- not Mondays, no. <laughs> oh, That's how I feel, Iris and Kane. I'm sorry it's going to be awkward that I am saying that about your girlfriend. And, and, and Iris, I hope this doesn't ruin our relationship because I have never been in, I don't want it to be weird. And, and I just yo yo Kane cover me for a second okay I'm going in bro uh Kane Kane's uh, like God, Josh I know it's, it's pretty <laughs> obvious man oh you know yeah but Z- Zach take it take it away like Kane is completely unbothered right now <laughs> yeah no no I'm I'm already I'm I'm gone see it see it I'm, I'll be right back. Uh, Zach's gonna head towards the girls. Oh no! Oh, so no. Zach, the, the quickest way is through the balcony. Are you gonna jump the balcony? Uh, yeah. Let's go with that. That oh sounds, my God. That sounds that super sounds safe. Like a, <laughs> half a bourbon's worth of thing. So Zach, you you sneak out of the of his uh, sand balcony, stepping around the the ferrets and the chicken, and uh, you can jump the railing. You're gonna have to cross that one and then the next one. But uh, I'm just gonna have you roll once for it. Okay. Give me a volatile roll for let's do run away. Oh, that was so much better if it was something cool. But no, that that's a seven minus one. That's a six. Oh, oh shit. You no. know what? Uh, I'm Aww. going to uh, use my last Evelyn bracelet. Yes. yes. Oh. Uh, what yes. I'm imagining is like he, he goes for the jump and like he doesn't have the clearance and he like takes off the, the bangle and tries to like wrap it around <laughs> like a tiny little grappling hook. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, Zach, fuck it. Uh, oh my god, that's a six and a five. That's a ten. Oh, yes. hell yes. yeah. So, Zach, in your second run, you throw this into a grappling hook and you, like, Indiana Jones over <laughs> both of them and land safely on Iris's patio. Iris and Evelyn, you just see Zach appear <gasps> near the glass. Oh my gosh. What is he doing here? I don't know. Let's find out. And she goes to the door and opens up. She goes, hey, Zach, are you just, like, balcony hopping or something fun? Oh, What's going yes. on? Zach, that's huh? me. He he he. Right. Hi, Egan. Uh, sorry, I had to make oh, a bit of a shit. dramatic exit. <laughs> How did it go? How did oh. it go in there? Oh, well, oh, oh, it was it was so funny. Um, as a matter of fact, um, yeah. Uh, ha ha ha. Fun what? was had by all. Where, where's Kane's glasses? Yeah, you didn't get them. Oh, I didn't get them, but I did get this. And <gasps> Sorry, Zach, just for clarity, are you disguised as somebody right now? He He's just himself. He's pretending that Egan mm-hmm. disguised as him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, that's great. <laughs> it's like the reverse Freaky Friday art. Um, what do you have? Sorry, wait, what did you, wait, what did you say you had? Uh, I've got these glasses. <gasps> and, and Zach pulls out just aviators because he heard the whole plan. Oh, <laughs> Okay, well, are you gonna change back or are you gonna stay like that? Oh, I rather like this. And just oh. then, Egan, uh, as Iris knocks, uh, comes through the door and, and she says, Well, that was fun. Uh, here you go, here's uh, Kane's glasses. <laughs> what? And oh. I'm just looking back at Zach. <laughs> <laughs> I'm confused right now. <laughs> Zach goes, um,. Weren't you speaking with Josh, Iris Greenwood? 
Yes, I, I addressed Josh, but, um, wait, what's going on here? Wait, what's going on here? <gasps> wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> Zachary? <laughs> that Zachary! <laughs> I, I could never have assumed that you would debase yourself in such a way. How dare you, young man? And she takes off the, the overalls and changes back into to Egan. <laughs> and she kind of <laughs> looks at him. Well, and he's just pointing with the uh, the aviators and just goes, "Well, fuck, <laughs> you got me." Your move, Zachary. Evelyn looks at Zach and she's like, "That was that was a good try. You almost had me for a second when you used debase in the proper context. I didn't expect that of you." Hey, Zach, are you not having fun at the other sleepover? Uh, 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 what's that? Oh, um, uh, level three. Okay, I gotta get back there, guys. Let's go. <laughs> Bye. And like Batman or Indiana Jones, <laughs> he perfectly swings away yet again. Iris, Iris turns to the real Egan and says, well, hi. So I'll ask you again. How did it go? Oh, it was, it was fine. Um, here we go. Here's your, the glasses. Mm. She like puts them on her head. <laughs> Looks lovely. Um, yes, it, they were... They were having uh, quite a bit of fun over there, playing some video games, and um, I, oh, I think good. we might need to be worried about about Coffee Josh. She's a, what? a seems a bit, little bit tipsy. Oh, um, well, I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure Kane's watching him and is making oh. sure he doesn't drink too much. Yeah, I mean, Kane doesn't uh. drink, so I don't know about that. Hopefully. He was saying some very strange things about um, uh, uncomfortable things. <sighs> oh, like about stepping on a rock. With no shoes on? Uh, sure. All right. <laughs> so, where were we in the game? Uh, it's it's your turn to choose, Egan. Oh right. Um, let's see. Um, Iris. Mm. Truth or dare? Dare. I dare you mm. to talk like a parrot for the rest of the game. What? So like a parrot, like like that. Okay, I'll talk like a parrot. Does that sound like okay? But a parrot in my head sounds normal. Do you mean like the, Do you mean like what you guys hear? Uh, no, I mean uh, like you know what a parrot sounds like. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Evelyn, truth or dare? Um, <laughs> you you know what? Uh, uh, dare. Okay, I dare you to call up Nick and ask him what he's wearing. Wait, what? Oh. I mean. <laughs> Really, Iris? Yeah. Um, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Here's um, the phone. And she hands um, it to her. <laughs> I mean, here's the phone. <laughs> she, she picks it up and she very slowly starts dialing Nick's number. Oh. Hello? Um, hi, Nick. Um, Evelyn, hi. How are, how are you? Good. How are you? How, how's everything? All the work going um, on your your law arguments? Oh, uh, things are pretty crazy. Did you did you get my letter? I did. Yeah, I'm I'm sorry to hear things have been so stressful for you, but I, I look forward to our chat when things calm down. And I, I sent you a reply letter. You should be getting it soon. Come on, Evelyn Scrock. Um, yeah. And anyways, um, sorry, I I can't chat for too much longer, but I just um had a a question for you. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Iris is like nodding at her with big, like wicked Egan eyes. Is kind of looking expectantly, like. Hmm. I, I was just wondering uh, what what you're wearing, um, you know, just to kind of 
picture of what you're what you're up to right now. Um, I don't know. <laughs> oh, now we're playing Monster Hearts. <laughs> oh, you just you just wanted to call to see what what I was wearing? Is this is this like a like a like a you are you hitting on me? Uh, yes, he is. I mean, squawk. <laughs> Do you have a parrot next to you? Oh no! It's it's sorry sorry it's it's um uh, a movie. Um, anyways, no, uh, you know I, I I just I just missed you. Oh well, I really missed you too, Evelyn. And also for the record, just because you asked, I have a new pair of boxer briefs that I bought, so that's uh that's good. You know, uh, they fit uh, pretty well as far as boxer briefs go. Um, that's that's good to hear. Yeah, corduroy pants and a blue turtleneck. Yeah, you know, I really wish this was something more sexy. I'm sorry. I feel like you called it. I just didn't have anything to deliver. Oh, no, it, it sounds it sounds very nice. Yeah, well, it's certainly nothing like your friend Iris would buy from Kings and Links. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Um, uh, yeah, I. you know what? It, it sounds really nice. I mean, I've, I've always kind of thought that blue is your color. Well, when I see you in person, you can tell me if it is or not. Hey, listen, Evelyn, I, I gotta get going. I gotta drive back home, okay? I'm sorry. Um, oh, I, I hope everything's okay, and, um, yeah, I mean, I guess you'll read this in the letter I sent you, but if you ever need to chat, you know, I'm always here. Thank you so much, Evelyn. Have a good night. Thanks, you too. And she hangs up the phone, and she looks at Iris, and she's like, I can't believe you made me do that. I'm so <laughs> proud of you, Squack. Is everything okay? You sounded like something was wrong. It's, I mean, it's okay. You know, Nick's just been under a lot of stress lately. His mom's been sick, and he's heading back home for a bit. So, you know, I, I, I just, I just worry about him and hope things will be okay. Well, I, you know, I, this is all in fun, but I hope that didn't our little antics don't um, damage your relationship with him. Oh yeah, I hope not. I was just trying to have fun. No, no, I think, I, I, I think everything's okay. How do we speak, Iris? Oh, I mean, I just want to have fun, Squawk. See? Crackers, crackers. <laughs> oh, you, you know what? I, I, I'm sure everything's, everything's good. Don't don't worry. All right, good. Good, good. good. Um, do we have one more left? Do we have one more left? <laughs> Damn it. Very good, Iris. <laughs> Evelyn, I, I believe it's your turn. Oh, mm, yeah. Okay, um, Iris, truth or dare? Dare. <laughs> um, okay, um, Iris, mm-hmm. I want you to um, go down to somebody's room, mm-hmm. knock on the door, okay, uh, and kind of like hide against the wall. And mm-hmm. when they open the door, I want you to um, throw some popcorn at them, like confetti, over <gasps> their head, and then run back to the room. You okay. know, like, um, Ding Dong Ditch. Oh, I don't know what that is, but sure. Can I also bring some glitter? And she goes into a, a cabinet and pulls out some glitter. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Why not glitter, too? Okay, And you great. still have to talk like a parrot. Oh, I thought it was until my turn. Oh, okay. Nope. For the rest I mean, of the game. Okay, um, oh, I keep forgetting. Okay, I'll be back, squawk. And <laughs> she just runs to the boys' room. <laughs> okay, are you going to uh, knock on the door or burst through? 
<laughs> She's gonna knock. Okay. When Kate opens up the door, just behind him, you see Coffee Josh is sprawled out on the ground, trying to desperately to still look at the Sega game and goes, You understand, Zach. Sometimes I feel like Sonic running through all the rings, too. That's kind of life, right? Popcorn glitter! Yay! Squawk! And then she just throws it on Kate's head and just runs. <laughs> I'm beautiful! I'm beautiful! I love you! I love you! <laughs> Uh, uh, this room's a mess anyway. Let's linger on the guys part of the party. So, Kay, what are you doing? I think we had enough of Sega. So now that all of our energy is up, I have a surprise for you guys. Whoa, what is it, best friend? Yo, is this like one of those surprises, man? He gives him like a look. <laughs> yes, he goes behind the counter, not really knowing what really what he means. Uh, and he pulls out three Nerf guns and he's like, <laughs> Nerf battle. Huh? <laughs> Coffee Josh goes, that is the coolest thing I have ever seen. Zach's got his like bathrobe open. It's just like his chest is exposed. <laughs> uh, a cage aims right at your chest and tries to stick a nerf bullet onto it. <laughs> uh, Zach uh, takes the bullet and like flies back behind the couch. Everybody, <laughs> set up and your then bases. like emerges with like a giant fucking nerf gun and just. <laughs> <laughs> so as you all have your nerf guns, I'm gonna have you both roll for volatile for a lash out physically as we like as you all take cover. We're shooting nerf guns at each other. <laughs> so, Cade uh, oh. gets behind the counter, and it, just with all the adrenaline coursing through his body with his caffeine, he almost uh, just subconsciously turns into his other self, his oh my formula gosh. self. But then he like settles for a second. He's like, "Okay, breathe, breathe, breathe." As his hands are shaking from the caffeine, he's like, "It's okay, it's okay." And fire! And I rolled a four for volatile. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Kate, so you prepare for your shot and you light up your, your shot to Coffee Josh. And unfortunately, sometimes this happens with Nerf bullets. Kate, you pull the trigger and the Nerf bullet just doesn't come out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Coffee Josh looks at you and goes, Shit. well, I guess it's my turn. And he just blindly hit fires and Kane, the Nerf gets stuck to your eyeball. <laughs> and he doesn't have his glasses to protect him. Yeah, this is <laughs> Oh my god. Ow, 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 ow. This reminds me of, of my buddy uh, and his Trodeo story. So while while Kane is uh, injured and therefore exposed, uh, Zach's gonna like aim for the other eye. Oh no, <laughs> oh my god. But it's it's okay. I uh, I rolled around the same time and I got a five. Oh. <laughs> you go to aim and Zach, as you said, you had a big gun. The kickback is like too much, and the bullets like <laughs> shoot over Kane's head. And <laughs> I used to have like a really big bazooka one. Um, back in my day. Oh, nice. And Zach, you're exposed and you see that Coffee Josh pulls out like a Nerf bazooka and he's like, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I got you, buddy. And he hits it and Zach, it hits you in the chest so hard that you go flying back into Kane's window and crash through and land <laughs> on the sand. Oh and, my gosh. Like, a, a chicken starts to like peck at you. So Kane and Zach, you're both only going to take one heart from that because it was more comical than anything. <laughs> oh my gosh. As, as Kane has one eye, one hand over his eye, he just screams, fuck him up, Peter. Fuck him up. <laughs> <laughs> Copy Josh is like, I won. I'm shocked by that. I'm going to be honest. 
All right, oh let's God. collect the darts. And he starts walking around, but he's still holding his eye. And that's always the not fun part of Nerf Wars. Kane, <laughs> this is the best party I've ever been to. You know, Josh, I- I'm I'm really glad you came. It wouldn't have been the same without you. Thanks, man. And he gives you a hug. Yeah, Aww. Kane wholly embraces him. And as Kane and Coffee Josh embrace on this wonderful moment of reconciliation between the two, Zach, you stand up and the glass kind of falls from your robe. (laughs) As on that, our camera fades away. Undergrad, a Monster Hearts tale, will return after a brief word from our sponsors. And now, a word from our sponsor, Antonino's Pizza. Our specialty is pizza. That's what we do. It's what we do best. We don't offer pasta. We don't offer wings. We don't offer fries. We stick to what we do best, and we believe we do it better than anyone else. The best pizza in town or your money back every penny. We have three locations, South Windsor, Tecumseh at Manning and Amy Croft, and LaSalle on Malden Road. Hi, everyone. Eric, your MC here, just wanting to take the time to thank you so much for all of your support. If you enjoy the show, please feel free to share with your RPG-loving friends and family, and don't forget to follow us at the Fantasy Fantasia Podcast on Facebook and Instagram, as well as subscribe to us on your preferred podcast platform. Thank you so much, everybody, for supporting the Fantasy Fantasia Podcast. And now, back to Undergrad. A Monster Hearts Tale. Our camera opens back up on the ladies who have deemed themselves the Hot Tub Club. So, uh, Iris, what are you going to do now? Iris opens the door um, coming back in, and then she sees the cabinet where the, the demon book is, and she goes, she closes the door and turns to the girls and says, Okay, um... I think I want to get on to serious business now, if that's okay. Of course, yeah. But thank you, that was that was so much fun. Thank you for playing Truth or Dare with me. Oh, of course. Yeah, that was that very was, fun. That was kind of fun. Okay, um, and she, she walks to the cabinet and opens it up and takes out the book that's like wrapped in cloth. And then she just stands in front of them like she's like getting ready to say a speech and she, like words just start coming out of her mouth. So she goes, okay, so stuff has gotten worse with the pumpkin seed in my chest and I haven't told you guys about it because I told Kane to keep it a secret because there wasn't anything we could do until closer to Halloween. And, but I'm seeing things. The, 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 I think the pumpkin seed is making me see scary things. And okay. so, yeah. So one thing we need to do is figure out a way to exercise the pumpkin seed inside of me like Kane's bestie said was possible. But I also had another idea it came from this weird nightmare I had. And then she just kind of looks a little scared to say it out loud, but she's like, I also, I also really want to get rid of Kane's bestie, not only for Kane so we can just really start over and be free, but also for all the innocent people on campus that this, this demon is just bringing into their darkness and, and making them stressed and desperate and do horrible things. So, and I also promised April at his grave that I would try and stop Kane's bestie if I could or trap it or something. So I was thinking maybe we could find a way to trap Kane's bestie or 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 get rid of him at the same time as Sam Hain, um, either using Sam Hain's power or 
or something that maybe Samhain knows about the bestie, I don't know, but I think the answers are here in this book. So I, I wanted your help to look through it and just come up with a plan, but whatever the plan is, we can't, we can tell Kane about the Samhain part, but we can't reveal any of the bestie part until the last moment possible because Kane's bestie, well, we don't want him hearing. Right. Does that make sense? Of yeah. course it does. Um, now, Iris, um, mm. I, I, I really like this idea, but um, this is a tall order, uh, even for us, even yeah. for powerful people like us. Um, are you sure you know what you're doing? Um, I mean, I'm, I'm happy to help, but um, oh, yeah, I'm me not too. sure that I, I've never had a, an experience, um, well, at least a successful experience, exercising a demon. Well... The chairman gave me this book because I told him oh. I maybe wanted to try and trap Kane's bestie or do something, and he said it was going to be hard, but I think if there's a way to do it, it's in this book, but I'm having trouble holding it with my face, spirit, so I was hoping maybe Evelyn, you could take a look at it, and, oh. and Egan, you could check yeah. your wisdom, and we could try and just at least come up with a plan. I have to try. Oh, yeah, I don't mind looking at it. I mean, I'm definitely not opposed to trying to get rid of Kane's bestie. And I feel like for the first time since she said what's happened, you can tell she looks like tired. Like there's a little bit of dark circles under her eyes and she looks kind of desperate and she hands the book to you, um, Evelyn, so, and yeah. so you can unwrap it. All right, Evelyn, yeah, takes the book and as she take it, takes it, she kind of um, puts her arm on Iris's shoulder and just kind of mm. taps her shoulder and says, don't, don't worry, Iris, We're, we'll figure this out. Thanks guys, you guys are good friends. Of course. Okay, and, so what do we got? Okay, yeah, so <gasps> Evelyn, uh, opens the book and starts looking through it. Yeah, so as you're looking through it, Evelyn, can you give me a dark roll just to see what you can take from this? Um, at this point, Iris and Dr. Egan, um, to help out, do any of you have some sort of roll or move that you think might be able to work here? Uh, no. Um, I have, uh, yeah, I have intervened against an act of violence and make someone feel beautiful. Oh, interesting. Yeah, Iris, let's go with intervene on an act of violence. This is, in a way, kind of intervening, heading it off at the pass. So, yeah, let's do that. I literally don't know why I picked this, because my volatile serum. <laughs> and, Evelyn, <laughs> we're going to make your dark roll and its showtime roll, okay? Oh, okay. Oh, my gosh, I got a six and a five. That's 11. That's a, I got an 11. <laughs> and and did you want me to roll as well? Um, I don't think so, Egan, because you don't have an intervene move. Right, okay, gotcha. But that's okay, because Dr. Egan, something that you can do, you remember that Iris told you that holding the book is difficult for her, just with how pure she is and how evil the book is. Do you want to help out in that way, perhaps? Um, yeah, that makes sense. Um, and she's also going to try to see if she can figure out, like, if there's any kind of language that she might know, because she's been doing this, you know, dive into high vampiric and other magic books, so she's going to yeah, hold the book and read. And you see that it's in Latin. And it's not just any kind of Latin. It seems to be this more ancient, offshoot, archaic version of Latin. I know that Latin's already a dead language, but this is more. <laughs> An extra dead language, yeah. yeah. It's a super dead <laughs> language. And you notice that as you're holding it, it's bound in what appears to be human skin. And mm. as you open it, you hear like, ah. ah, ah. Iris backs up. Iris backs up from it a bit. All right. Um, okay, so Egan holds it. Evelyn, you rolled so well, and right now, Egan, you're obviously helping in your own way. I'm holding the book so well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're also just there helping to read and decipher and get through it faster. And Evelyn, as you go through the pages, two specific spells catch your eye more than anything. 
The first spell is harnessing a demon's essence. Okay. The second spell is exercising a demon. Okay. Harnessing the demon's essence says this. You must find an object unique to each demon to harness and to control its power while being used. You must also know its secret name. The exercising the demon page says that you must know the demon's secret name. That is also crucial. You must cite an incantation, which is in this archaic form of Latin. Okay. And all this must be done when the demon is in an extremely weakened physical state. That is crucial to the spell. Mm. Okay, so know its name and then the incantation when it's in a weakened state. Correct. And the harness the power is you need to know its name and you have to have an object that could be used to control it and it's different for every demon. It says the more associated with the demon, the better. Does she say this out loud? Yeah, I relay that information to them. Oh my gosh. Well, and her eyes get, Iris's eyes get big and she goes, I think this, I think this might work because we know Sam Hain's name and I, I have a feeling from what Kane's told me and what I've seen in visions that I think Sam Hain might know Kane's bestie's name. Oh, so you're thinking maybe I could get it from him. Yeah. Perhaps, yes. Okay, so yeah, we, we try to get this information from Sam Hain and then use that to trap the bestie. But what about the item? Mm-hmm. But he, Sam Haney is going to want something from you in order to, to for him to give you that information. He's, he's not going to give that willingly. No. No, I'm kind of in his head, so oh. I, I wonder, well, I mean, I see some of the stuff he sees, so I don't know. Oh, dear. I could somehow, I don't know, take control of him? or I, oh, I don't know, dear. but... I, Iris, this is not good. If, if it's progressed no. this far, I, I think we need to worry more about you. But you said that you see what he sees? Well, I sometimes see it in, in like, visions or at night. I don't know, but, um, what was the other thing we needed, Evelyn? Um, for, for the demon? Mm-hmm. And object. And, um, okay, so for, yeah, for exercising the demon, need to know its true name, and then the incantation, but the demon has to be really weakened. And then to harness the demon's essence, we need to know its true name. And we also need an object that's really strongly connected to them. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Iris's eyes light up again. She goes, well, could we use the fiddle? Oh. Uh, do we know that we have the fiddle? Like, You actually we... don't have the fiddle. Zach <laughs> has the fake fiddle. <laughs> right. But someone had the other fiddle, right? Someone did have the other fiddle. Uh in fact, it was Johann von Boss. Yes, it is. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. last person who had the fiddle, because you didn't grab the real one, right, Zach? You have your, it almost looks yeah. too nice. Like, it's it's too good looking. This thing is much older and much more kind of mundane looking, really. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, Zach's is too shiny. <laughs> right. <laughs> Iris, Iris rolled really, really well, Eric. So is there anything for, like, intervene on an act of violence to maybe help Evelyn? Is there something in the book about maybe like um, using Samhain's power to weaken? Like, can, is there a way to harness a demon's power somehow? I don't know, so she could use it to like, cause you had to weaken the other demon, right? Yeah, absolutely. The more that you all read and you investigate and kind of uncover what this text is saying, you see that the harnessing the demon's power spell 
What makes it really risky is that you're essentially mind melding with a demon. You're going into its mind to take control. But if you do not succeed, the opposite can happen. It can take control of you. Right. So it's a high risk, high reward situation. But if you should succeed in conquering the will of the demon, you will be granted all of its powers. All the powers that it can summon will be available to you as long as you can harness it. However, it does say that it comes at a cost. It doesn't mention the cost, but it says that the cost is high. She goes, see, see, like, I can do this. How many opportunities do we have where, where I have the ability to use a demon's power against another demon? And from what Kane said, his bestie seems scared of Sam Hain. So what if there's a way that we could use the fill to um, bring Sam Hain or whatever the fiddle was used for, and then I fight the bestie or do something to try and get inside its head and, and figure out its name and weaken it, and then we can get rid of both of them. I don't know. I just, I just really want to try. Uh, yeah, I mean, it sounds like that's our best shot of doing this. Okay, so... Okay, and Iris kind of sits down on the ground and says, What do you think, Egan? I don't know. I don't like this cost. Uh, Iris kind of gets a little, like, like a little bit emotional, and she just goes, I can't... It's been really hard knowing that this bestie's still on campus, knowing how much it influenced Kane to do the bad things that it did, and partly because of me a little bit, and I just... If there's a way to get rid of evil on campus, because we have so much evil still on campus, I want to do it. And I'm going to do it. So either you help me or you don't, but I really want to do this. All right then, I'm, we will be 100% behind you. Yeah, we're, we're here the whole time. So just to summarize what's going on here, these two spells kind of work in tandem. You're going to need to find this object, you're talking about the fiddle, that might channel Sam Haynes' energy and keep him under control. Iris, you're going to have to do some mental battling to take control of him. And once you do, you'll have the demonic powers enough to take on the bestie directly. Okay, but I need to get his name. That's correct. You'll need to know the bestie's name uh, and then weaken him with your demon powers enough that Evelyn can do that incantation and banish the demons once and for all. So it's kind of a one and then the other situation. They go hand in hand. So I'm going to be weakening him and trying to get his name. Oh, we should probably do something. Does it say anything in there, Eric, about um, keeping the bestie in like an area so that we can fight him? Oh, yes. Great question. So when you look at the exercise of demon portion, it specifically warns that exercising demons is difficult because they're creatures of immense power who don't like to stay in the same place when you're trying to, you know, banish them away. <laughs> but uh, in scrolled at the bottom, it's kind of added in in Old English as if this text has been revised and reworked over the centuries and the millennia. You see that it says to hold a demon in place. One of the best ways to do it is to obtain consecrated oil and trap it within a burning circle of this oil that it cannot escape. And Evelyn, as you look at it, you see that it has a list of ingredients, none of which are particularly difficult to get. However, the brewing and the concoction and the time that it will take will obviously take some time. Okay. And Evelyn, as you're looking at the ingredients of the list, you think this will take probably about 10 to 12 days for the consecrated oil to be finalized for, for use. Yeah, if we if we make this oil, it should be able to, to trap the bestie in it. Um, but it's going to take me a while to make. Well, then we better go get some right now. Um, can, can it be any oil? 
Um, so do I tell, like, it can be any oil, it just needs to be, like, consecrated? It's got to be brewed with a, with certain stuff. Right, right. okay. So, like, yeah. the base of it can be, like... It, it can be canola oil. It doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. It doesn't matter. Coconut oil. Who, who, okay. who gives right. a shit what it is? Yeah. Okay. Iris, Iris kind of stands up feeling a little bit hopeful, so she goes, okay, so it sounds like we're going to have to get the boys on this, too, because it sounds like, Evelyn, you're going to be having to say the spells. We'll probably have to get Zach or something to keep the fiddle playing to keep mm-hmm. my power going. Egan, mm-hmm. you'll probably have to be protecting Zach and Evelyn, and then I'm going to be in the circle, and I think if Kane's on board, he's probably going to want to be on the circle, too, trying to help get rid of his bestie. So, the two of us will be in the middle, and then you guys will be on the outside trying to do everything to, to make it happen. It definitely stipulates that when a demon is provoked, and it says this in both of these, when a demon is provoked, it will lash out it like a wild fucking animal. So we do need someone protecting Evelyn in the, the fiddle, probably. That's Egan's role. That's yeah. my job. <laughs> yeah, let's. We need the tank. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And in this case, in this plan that you're concocting, you're going to have two demons who are going to be furious at what's happening. And Evelyn, as you're looking through, you know, some of the old English, mostly this archaic Latin, trying to read what you can, insert parts that are kind right. of strange you don't really understand. Okay. You know, you get the sense that from Sam Haynes' perspective with Iris, before you do this, you're going to want to have this fiddle going and it under control. And with the best, you're going to want trapped because they will lash out right. in intense okay. fury and power. Yeah. Um. Well, Evelyn, you need to get going on this. I feel like we need to let the boys know what's going on, but maybe keep out the part about the bestie until the very last minute, and then I can tell Kane. but I think we need okay. to maybe go talk to the boys and let them know kind of what we have planned and maybe have Zach try and go get this fiddle back from Johan? As you're all deliberating about how to go forward from here, our camera is going to cut back to Zach. Mm-hmm. Zach, so last time you rolled that streaming move, you rolled so high. Like it was it was like a complete success. Yeah. Yeah. You rolled so high, Zach, that I'm going to say that that feeling, that connection to the ladies in their party, that's lingering <laughs> a little bit. And after you go crashing through the glass and you stand up and you kind of wipe all the glass debris off of you, you get a sense of that entire conversation that just happened with the Sam Hain and the book and the rituals and the demons. Everything is kind of clued into you right now. Oh, shit, man. Yo, 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 yo. Hey, uh, um, um, Josh, man, whoa. What a fun time. Uh, hey, um, I'm going to call a cab for you. You're you're looking pretty rough. You should uh, you should probably get going, man. Holy yeah, crap. I, I feel pretty good. Yeah, I want Josh to stay. Oh, <laughs> shit, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Kane, uh, is, your, is your bird okay? Peter? Peter? And he immediately just runs outside. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Dude, I'm, I'm really sorry about this, but I, I hope you don't, don't uh, well, you know. And, uh, well, yeah. So, uh, here's the thing, buddy. I- I'm gonna level with you. And he just, he's gonna hit, um, hit Josh with a table. <gasps> hit him with a table? He's gonna knock him out. Oh my oh. god. Okay. So, I'm, I'm gonna say the closest thing is the Sega. Oh, okay, yeah. That's, that's fucking metal. Oh my god. He's, he's just gonna take the Sega oh and, like, hit him like it was a banjo. Okay. Mm. Um... Roll for volatile, please. Holy for shit. 
Lasho physically. One to six, one to six. Uh, fuck, that's a nine. A nine, okay. So oh, on God. a nine, you get to pick here. So on a seven to nine, uh, you harm them, but you have to choose one. They gain a string on you. They can deal one harm to you for free if they want to, or you become your darkest self. <laughs> Hits him with a table, becomes darkest self. <laughs> or us. <laughs> Um, he'll take a harm from it. He'll take a harm? Okay. So I'm going to say you... <laughs> he's not going to deal you harm exactly, Zach, but you take the Sega, and, and as you get his attention, he's like, well, Zach, what are you... And you smack him over the head, and the, the Sega breaks a little bit and electrocutes you um, for one more harm on, on your head. <laughs> oh, God. That's so just like arm see, already. You just like see Zach's hair stand up completely. Oh God. Metal as fuck. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, Kane, I gotta level with you, man. We gotta fucking, like, hmm. The ladies are planning an exorcism or some shit. Oh shit, for Sam. Yeah, that, that's coming up. For Sam, yeah, for Sam Hain. Um, they're, they're gonna come through the door in like 30 seconds, but I just, I figured I'd save us some time. And I, you know, obviously can't, can't, can't have little, uh, kombucha Josh here, all this shit, right? Oh shit! The Sega. Yeah. It's broken. <laughs> Did you see Josh pass down? He's just like kombucha. Coffee, coffee kombucha. Three three cups espresso. One cup malt vinegar. Seven cups. He's rattling off his recipe for coffee kombucha. Okay. I'll call Jeeves and he'll take care of it. Okay. As if on cue, the door knocks. Knock, knock, knock. <laughs> and the ladies are at the door. Okay, so you want me to get uh, the fiddle? <gasps> How did you know? Uh, oh. uh, I just, um, I figured it would be uh, useful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I feel like Iris turns to Kane and just lets out all of their plan minus the bestie stuff. Um, Which, <laughs> oh shit. Zach has already told him everything. Wait, you told him about, wait. Not, not oh, the okay, secret. Okay. Yeah, not okay. the bestie. But basically whatever you say, he's already repeated. Okay, cool. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, wow, you guys are, how? Anyway, yeah, well, that's that's the plan. Are you guys in? Yeah, are we doing this tonight? Well, no, I think we're going to have to wait till, I'm assuming, Halloween, right, Eric? The exorcism will have to wait until Halloween, yes, but everything else does not. Any sort of preparation work can start at any time. Yeah, yeah, well, we're going to need the fiddle probably as soon as possible, Zach. Mm-hmm. If you need help, if you want to take Egan or, or Kane or whoever and, and keep going with your boys tonight, we don't want to intrude. Yes, I, I, you're sober. <laughs> What else needs to uh, be done? You, you notice that Coffee Josh is now on the floor still with a broken Sega around him, ladies. <laughs> and and I kind of gesture to Josh and I kind of go, like, see what you see what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> what, what happened? Oh, he had a, a pretty big fall. Um, poor guy. Uh, we're, gonna, we're just going to call a, a taxi for him and send him home. Let's sit in oak barrel for three to six weeks until the vinegary taste is maximum <laughs> and the kombucha is barely swallowable and then you'll know it's ready. Um, what is he talking about? Um, I don't know. Um, uh, anyway. Anyway, uh, yeah, we need the fiddle. Evelyn needs to prepare her spells and mm-hmm. I was thinking of maybe scouting out a location somewhere in the forest far away from people. I'd, uh, I could go with you, Iris, to do that. Oh, okay. All right. Zach, are you up for trying to go fiddle hunting? <laughs> well, uh, I mean, I've already got one, so I think I've got an idea. Oh, all right. Evelyn, what about you? Well, I- Iris, do you... M- I was thinking I could talk to Jeeves and see if he could get me some oil, and then I can take a look at the, the spell and start working on it. Sure, yeah, Jeeves will help you with anything you need. Just let him know I said so. 
Oh, okay, perfect. Okay, so Zach and Egan are gonna go get the fiddle. Evelyn, you're gonna start on the spell stuff, and Kane, we're gonna go hunting for an exorcism location. Yay! <laughs> so as our AV club divides and conquers to not only subdue an incredibly powerful demonic force of nature, but uh, to banish an entirely other strong one as well. No small feat, that's for sure. <laughs> what could go wrong? What yeah, could right. go wrong? <laughs> yeah, exactly. As their night and their slumber party have just begun, our camera fades away. Sensei.